Davi the Scapegoat here with Thomas Ryan Lawrence. Back again. You guys remember Thomas Ryan Lawrence from GBA Equality Foundation. You are the executive director of this wonderful organization that's helping LGBTQ plus youth get into the workplace comfortably, safely, and exactly as themselves, as their full authentic self. And I couldn't love that more. The donations are very nice. So if you want to give to GBA Equality Foundation, you can go to bit.ly slash Davi Helps Queer Youth, and that link will always be available to donate to. Or you could donate directly at gbaequality.org. That's a direct donation. There's a link right there on the page to give them a donation. And, of course, if you can volunteer some time, they're always looking for helpers. We are. You can email me directly, thomas at gbaequality.org. And couldn't be happier to have you back because... Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. We had you on last time, and I got a lot of people go to davicrimmons.com slash contact, or you could go to davithescapegoat.com, and you'll see right up there at the top, click contact. You can get to us, send me an email. So I had a lot of people reach out that have questions for you, and I'm so happy to have you back to answer those for them today. Anne wants to know how to be a good LGBTQ plus ally. Here we go. How to be supportive. Please keep me anonymous. First off, let me say, I love you all. And the advice I've heard from you guys, you're kind and so open, and that's why I want to ask you. I want to make sure I'm being loving and a nurturing ally for my daughter. We've had a shit few years. She told us of sexual abuse that happened to her from someone we trusted and we loved. They hurt her from the time that she was four until she was around 10. We're waiting on court dates, and we have no idea how long that will take. Over the past year, she's opened to us more and more and has come out as bisexual. She is 18. My husband and I support our daughter 1,000%, and we want the best for her. We live in podunk nowhere, and I worry and fear that she will be harmed by words or even worse. Most of our family has turned their backs on us because the abuser is well-known, wealthy, and has helped so many people. We know there are other victims, but they won't come forward. I know you've had some rough experiences with family members and that you're an amazing ally for the LGBTQ plus community. So I just wanted to ask you how to be a great ally. What can we do to make sure that she knows we really and truly love and support her? How can we protect her from pieces of shit people? Thank you so much, Anne. That one got heavy, and I'm so sorry y'all yeah, are going through that, man. Absolutely. That I mean, one, that is horrific. And... um I, I I don't have words for mm-hmm. the abuse part of that because as as the father of a nine year old, my head immediately goes to, you know, my child mm-hmm. and what I would do if I found that out. And I just kudos to you for not uh, for going the legal route. Yes, and not my mind goes to crimes. In, mm-hmm, <laughs> I go, yep. I go crimes. Yeah, I go hmm, baseball I bat I, with crimes. You know what? Orange is not my color. But I guess <laughs> it's gonna have to be. It's um, gonna have to be. Or I'm gonna have to call it. that best friend afterwards and get her to fly me somewhere that, that we don't have an extradition <laughs> treaty with. So, <laughs> but let's focus on let's focus on the daughter mm-hmm. um, and outside of the abuse because I am not at all qualified to talk about that. There's no amount of apologies. There's no yeah. amount like you can give her all the comfort, but that is something that y'all are going to have to work out and it it might take a long time but during this uncomfortable part it would really really help for her to know that she has somebody 1000 percent in her corner and i'm sure she feels that but knowing it is a little different and 
I, I'm not sure how to be the best ally. I feel like I'm still figuring it out day by day because I learn new things every single day. All of us do. But that's why I'm glad that Thomas Ryan Lawrence could be here <laughs> to help us with questions like these. Um, because, I mean, being her parents and being in her corner is definitely part of it. The fact that she's comfortable enough with y'all, despite everything she's been through and with that happening from someone that was loved and trusted and close to the family, for her to still trust family members with these deeper parts of herself, like her bisexuality, and just at the young age of 18, mm -hmm. um, I think you're already doing a pretty good job. Like if she is comfortable sharing that with you, then you're doing pretty good. So good for you guys as a family. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I've been through this in my own way over the years of... Um, just because I share blood with someone doesn't mean that they need to be in my life. Mm -mm. If they're toxic, they're toxic. Mm -hmm. um, so as far as that goes, if other family members have cut y'all off, and when I say y'all, I mean your immediate family of um, you, your spouse, and, and your daughter, I would let that be um, because it sounds like there's not alignment. You know, If someone did something wrong and they're getting away with it or trying to get away with it because they're they're wealthy and they've, quote, helped other people over the years – um, that I would I would keep her as far away from those people as possible because mm -hmm. they're clearly not going to be supportive. No. Um, but as it goes to being an ally on the LGBTQ plus side, one I don't know how podunk podunk is. Okay, <laughs> we there's a lot of different definitions of podunk. Yeah. So I'm going to try and give some advice that that spans different options. Um, there are still places <clears throat> that as a grown man who is very fit and feels like I can take care of myself, that I would not go and display my sexual... I'm, you guys can't see me today, but I'm wearing a purple shirt that says, <laughs> does this shirt make me look gay? <laughs> and I've had I it for... <laughs> I love it. There are places I would not wear this shirt. Oh, okay? Yeah. Small towns in Alabama. Some podunk places um, that you Probably would... anywhere in Tennessee right now. Yeah. Um, so... I say that to clause this and say, please do not take any of this advice that would put you or your family in any sort of physical danger or potential harm based on where you live. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's, that statement there is it, self-explanatory enough. But yes. some other ways outside of just being supportive, and it sounds like y'all are off to a fantastic start because I wasn't communicating with my parents at 18 about mm -hmm. my sexual orientation or gender identity. Um, but if you can, I don't know if your your daughter has other friends that identify as queer. Hopefully they do. Um, but if you can create social settings that bring your straight, cisgendered, and LGBTQ friends and family together. So we don't want to you know segregate out, mm -hmm. but really work to bring together the people that we know are supportive. It's better to have a small authentically supportive group than a large group where it's like, eh, we're a little iffy yes. on how supportive this person Sometimes is. Sometimes a large group, you're like, oh, look at all these people that love us, but there, mm -hmm. there can be some nefarious things. The large group isn't always the best right. way to go because things can be happening behind your back when you're just being comfortable and trusting of this large group. Well, and people uh, by nature are more inclined to share more intimately with smaller groups. Okay. Um, so just psychologically. Yeah. 
Um, finding opportunities to talk openly with your straight friends about your LGBTQ friends or family members. So your daughter doesn't even have to be there, but just mention, and specifically the issues they face, Mm -hmm. right? So if you're in a small town and, um, your daughter's 18, so she shouldn't be going to bars, but maybe (laughs) there's not any other social opportunities for her in a space that celebrates her sexual orientation or gender identity, you know, you could mention that casually to one of your friends and see what their response is and kind of use that to hopefully spread some awareness. Somebody's uh, going to know of a place, mm-hmm. some some place where everybody can be comfortable. It might be an hour drive from wherever you are right, in Podunk. Right, exactly. But it'll be worth it for her. I wonder, being that some family has cut y'all off because they chose the bad side, of Mm -hmm. history to be on. Do you think that there's any complicated guilt that she feels as an 18-year-old girl? Like thinking, I told the truth about what happened to me and now my family is ripped apart and there's less of us. So do you think that there's any guilt she would be dealing with there, even though it's absolutely... Yeah. Like come forward with your story, absolutely tell these things, but... I mean, I'm sure it sounds like it happened a few years ago. So before she was 18, while she was still a child, these things were happening and she was honest about them. And now things got complicated. Mm -hmm. And I know when I was a kid, I'd be like thinking people blamed me for that. Yeah. Dust up within the family. Right. Like if you would have just been quiet. Yeah. We'd all still be one big happy family. Yeah. Yeah, there definitely can be guilt there. That's much more on a psychological issue than I'm qualified to speak on. Yeah. But I'll also say there's probably some guilt on Anne's part as well as Mm. the parent saying, how did I miss this? How did I not see it? Um, And that's normal Mm -hmm. and goes back to my standard Pat feeling that everybody should have a therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very important. Mm -hmm. Um, We just recently lost... very close family member um, died by suicide last month. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, and we've been dealing with that with certain members of our family, that that guilt scenario of what could I have done differently? How could I have done more? And it therapy has been a godsend. I do the uh, walk out of darkness, suicide walk, and that's generally what everyone is talking to me about is the guilt that you feel after the fact because you start looking at so many different situations and gone, I should have stayed. I should have said this. I should have done that. But it wasn't obvious that that was that cry for help in it. And it might not have been. You're just beating yourself up now. And it's just, it's it's a very complicated grief to deal with. Anytime there's a major trauma, you know, the loss of a loved one, abuse, Mm -hmm. whether it's whether it's physical, sexual, emotional, mental, um, it is so important to talk to a licensed professional about that. And, you know, I tried for years when I had gaps in therapy to, oh, I'll just talk to my bestie or talk to my husband. And there's just not the same dissociation there. Yeah. Because, you know, my husband's with me every day. He sees what I'm going through, so he's already going to have his own spin on it. Or he, he overhears me on work calls, and if I want to complain about a call, he's like, "Well, it didn't sound. It sounded like you could have done something." Blah blah. blah. Yeah, you know? they always want to fix. My therapist is completely mm-hmm. neutral. Yes, and I love that. And he will also tell me, you know, it's it goes back to something you said earlier of am I being too sensitive, mm-hmm. or is this really a problem? 
and he he'll straight up tell me he's like you just need to get over yourself right now yeah you're, you're being <laughs> you're a little it selfish about you. yeah it is not all about you and it takes a while to find that therapist that really yeah. if you wanted to be like a really good advocate for your daughter and what she's going through absolutely find her a therapist i hope that there's a way for you to find her a therapist that would be in line with her um not experience, but like her, needs. her direction and her needs. Um, because she could, you could end up putting her in therapy just because all your friends are like, this person's great. And then that person is like, I think all of your problems are tied to your, your questioning your sexuality. And like, you could end up sitting down with a therapist that is like, yeah. we're going to send you to this camp where they shock you when you have gay thoughts, you know, or something. And it's like, okay, I made a huge mistake as a parent. I hate that I put you in a room alone with that person that made you feel like you were less than or there's something wrong with you and that's why these things happened. And that's still happening all over the United States. I like to think we're so progressive in this year of 2023, but yeah, we're we are not. not. Um, and I'll pause. I'll, I'll do a short pause so that if you want to cut this, you can mm -hmm. because they're not a paid sponsor. Okay. Um, oh. <laughs> Because we talk about this a lot in finding the right therapist, and mm -hmm. it is hard. And in today's world, you know, you don't always have time to be driving all over the city, trying out different people. I've used betterhelp.com mm -hmm. for a while. My husband uses it. We have other family members that use it. And the thing that I love about it is, number one, it's 100% online. Okay. So you don't have to go anywhere. They don't take insurance, but it is reasonably priced. Most I think therapists it's like, don't. Exactly. That's. I mean, that was the thing. When it's, I was looking for a therapist, it's out of pocket, they don't. So yeah. it's 80 bucks a week. Um, so it's reasonable. And I don't know if they have plans where you can go like every other week or not. The thing that I like about it is you go through a profile selection process. Oh. So you have the ability to say, I want a male therapist or a female therapist or a trans or non-binary therapist. For me specifically, I wanted someone that was a sex positive LGBTQ therapist. So those are boxes you I got to check, check off. You can actually check that and yes. match up your ideals. And, and it matched up and not just matched up, but gave me a list of like 10 different therapists oh, where I could wow. go through. I read their profiles. I could read reviews that other BetterHelp users have left. And then here's the kicker. So I selected one and I had probably six sessions. And the first couple were like really good. We we're getting to know each other. We were cutting up a little bit. And then like my next couple ones, I'm like, okay, now we're just kind of still cutting up. Mm -hmm. um, I need you to actually start giving me tools to fix some of this shit. And I just wasn't feeling that connection anymore. Okay. And at any time you want, you can change therapists. There's no awkward goodbye. I did send him a message mm -hmm. and say, hey, it's just not working for me. I'm going to move on to another therapist. But I literally hit a button that says change therapist, went back through the list. Oh, wow. Picked a new therapist. And again, I do all this from my home office. My therapy sessions are from my home office. And it works really well for me in finding those yeah, matches. That saves you so much money because I drove all over <laughs> Atlanta, like Metro Atlanta, going to different places and going... I didn't vibe with her, and then I didn't vibe with him. Mm -hmm. Look at all this gas, and each time I saw one of them, it was like $150, yeah. $175, and I'm like, I'm going, all right, I'm, I think I've, I think this fifth one was the charm, but look at how much money I wasted just to get yeah. here, and it really, everybody says, go to therapy. Like, anything that's going on, go to therapy, but it really is like a privilege to just be able to say that, because it, it does is. require so much money, and then people that are undiagnosed, that are like, TikTok diagnosed me with this, <laughs> uh, because going to the doctor 
is a privilege. Health insurance is it a is. privilege. All these things are so expensive. But the fact that you can go on the internet, go to betterhelp.com yep. and you can actually go to advanced settings and you can check yep. and find this perfect little puzzle piece therapist for you. And I, I And it's a can't wider wait. net that it's casting too, because like my first therapist was based in Birmingham or based in Alabama somewhere. Mm-hmm but was licensed in Alabama and Georgia. Okay. My therapist now is somewhere in Georgia, but he's licensed in Georgia and Florida. Okay. So it's really casting a wider net based on where their licenses are. Um, You know, my first one was licensed in Alabama, Georgia, and New York. So when I traveled for work, I spent a lot of time in New York. Um, I didn't have to miss any sessions. Love that. And yeah, you're seeing, you could be seen, you'd be here in Georgia or, or podunk wherever and yeah. talking to someone in California. It's like, yeah, dude, you know, yeah. just whatever. And then or just you never you're run in into podunk, them. Or just podunk, Georgia, yeah. doesn't mean you can't find a very liberal, progressive therapist that's based in Atlanta. Out somewhere else. Yeah. Yep. And then you also, like, when I finally found my therapist and she's like, so I know that, I know you live in this neighborhood and so do I. And I, she's like, I noticed that. And uh, I'm just going to tell you if we ever, like, run into each other at, like, this event or this event or this event, like, I'm going to. Like, if you want to come up and say hi to me, that's fine. She's like, but I'm not, you know, I'm not ignoring you, but I'm just not going to. And I'm like, I actually love that because yeah. I can't tell you how many times like I've gone to get, you know, a bikini wax and they're down there and they're like, oh, so you're on this show. Oh, are you in a play? I'll come see you. Oh, you do stand up. I'll sit front row. And I'm like, you now can't be this close to my <laughs> vagina and then say that you're going to go come to my show next week. I won't be able to focus because right. you saw parts of me I ain't never seen before. Yeah. So you're as front row I, as you're going to you get. I'm going to need to sit in the back. <laughs> Okay, you got front row right now. Next week at the comedy show, you can sit your ass all the way in the back. You are two front row right now. I need you to back up. Uh, so that's actually amazing because with therapy, you you want to, you know, a lot of people had issues with this in the pandemic because they were doing therapy on their laptop when their husband's in the other room and they want to complain about their husband or their wife, but it's a little more difficult. So you don't your child of 18 you guys don't want to go to starbucks and run into your therapist who's right. like how's things with your mom and then ann sitting there going what the fuck i'm like right yeah. here you know so i love this idea of being able to do all of this completely online and then yeah. if it's not working out it's not this dramatic nervous how do i break up with them thing right. it's just no, a business you, you don't even have to tell them really and you know to your point about the online therapy and being in a house i understand for ann's daughter that could be a challenge being younger and mm-hmm. talking about things um i just recommend open communication around that so the rule in our house is is we let each other know 15 minutes before our therapy session starts my husband's office is in the back of the house. Mine is in the front. You have to walk through my office to get upstairs. Mm-hmm. So when I say, hey, I have therapy starting in 15 minutes, that is my way of saying, if you need anything from upstairs in the next hour, you have 15 That's minutes it. to get it. Yeah. Because my session's 45 minutes. After that, it's headphones. And you for you him, don't hear nothing. Because <laughs> his office is in the back of the house by the kitchen. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, my therapy session starts at 3. I'm like, okay, let me get my afternoon snack. Because I don't want to be in the kitchen while you're on your call. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to have any reason to worry that I'm overhearing anything that you're saying. Yes. Um, and that's important. Because they it's need really that important. time to be open and not judged. Yes. And for you to walk in to get your granola bar and then he's right. saying something and you're looking at him like, that's not how that fucking happened. <laughs> you know, d- don't make it about you. Like, let them, they're, they're spilling it to someone else. And right. then ideally that therapist is going to give it back to them. Yep. 
in a way that will make them they come process. to you after the words and go, I see how when I said this, it sounded like this and you responded this way and I'm sorry. And you'll be like, cool. I didn't even need to get upset about that when I got my granola bar. They helped you yeah. get there. Um, so, yes, therapy will make your family I, yeah. get through this better. Um, and I think that will help your daughter still see you guys as a thousand percent in her corner and advocates. Just a few other ways that you can be an ally to Anne is, again, depending on where, how podunkish you are, drive an hour or so to it. But, you know. Take your daughter to some LGBTQ plus events. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a pride. I will say there are a ton of queer comedians out there that are awesome and amazing. Um, That would be super fun. Read some LGBTQ publications. um, Even suggest a get-together to watch a movie or a show with queer characters. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really just about not making it a huge deal, but yet incorporating it into your everyday lives. Yeah. Um, Do you think that there's support groups for moms like Anne where she could go online, like while her daughter's on betterhelp.com, she can be finding So I don't know if they do online stuff, but the most well-known one that's nationwide and has local chapters is PFLAG. Okay. Um, So P-F-L-A-G. It's Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays. So PFLAG.org. And that's that's all they do is that they are helping parents and friends – yeah, it's been around forever. Okay. I mean, forever since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but it's a place that parents and friends can go when they have someone that's coming out for the first time in their life, and they are wanting to know how can I be supportive? How can I help? Let me talk to other parents that have gone through the same thing that I've gone through, mm-hmm. and and learn from their experiences. Maybe, you know, even I dare to say, listen to some of the mistakes they've made mm-hmm. so that I don't make them. Yeah. Um. Because we do everything, you know, parents, we do everything with the best of intentions. But, you know, I've already red flagged a few things as a parent in the last nine years. I'm like, oh, that is so coming up when my child goes to therapy. And I'm guessing (laughs) I've got till early or mid 20s (laughs) till that comes up. I mean, we'll get them in therapy before then. Yeah. But not for that issue. Okay. You know, as parents, we we try, but we do the best we can. Okay. So, yeah, those support groups are really amazing. So there are people out there that are there there are resources there to help you guys and i i you as a mother are going to put time and money into what your daughter needs and that's going to be separate from you like the therapy is going to be separate and some of these friendships she forges are going to be separate from you for you to create your own relationships with people that are in the same kind of environment to help you would be awesome and then i think also going to these kind of groups and making these friendships and new family You know, and then bringing them into your house will show your daughter, our family didn't get cut in half. It actually, the quality just increased exponentially because now I have connected with all of these like-minded people and they're helping us all to be better advocates and allies. And I think that will help with a lot of that brokenness that she might feel from having her voice and being honest about these things. And uh, like what we were saying earlier is some people are family is family, you Mm -hmm. know, and some people drive that home. That was something I, growing up, all the men in my family would say, blood is thicker than water. Blood is thicker than water. It's not. That's not the (laughs) phrase. I grew up and I Googled that because I was like, God, they always said that as don't be disloyal. Don't you dare 
turn on us. Don't you, oh, blood is thicker than water. Don't you dare. And that was so ingrained in my head. And then I grew up and I found out that the phrasing is actually the blood forged on the battlefield is thicker than the water of the womb. So it's not blood is thicker than water. It's when you go out into the world and meet your friends Mm. on the battlefield in life, those are the friendships and that's the family that you're gonna forge that is gonna mean the most to your heart. And sometimes that stuff from the past gets left in the past because the, the friendships you forge out there fighting is thicker than the water of the womb. So when people have an estranged mother or father and then they sit there letting that quote make them feel bad Mm -hmm. because they had to put up a boundary and stop talking to their father or mother. I'm like, actually, (laughs) that quote has been... Altered. Uh, yeah, it's it's the Mandela effect. Like you have had toxic people in your life telling you this is actually it to take the part where you make your own family. Yeah, you make absolutely. your own friends and family, and you make your own comfort in your own life. And some people don't want you to do that. They want you to be around because when they get old, they don't want to be alone in a nursing home. They want you to take care of them. So they tell you things like that, but it's not yes. true. You're going to forge these friendships at with these allies and at these support groups and your daughter's going to do the same after she goes to therapy and she finds more like-minded people and I can't wait to see their family grow absolutely well and two things for Anne one have your daughter please go to Mm gbaequality.org visit the student resource page Um, again we're we're connecting queer youth with awesome companies we have our mentors which are equality ambassadors Uh, we have a lot of resources that can be of use to your daughter Um, and then the last thing that I I want to say because so many people don't realize how bad it is right now for queer youth Mm -hmm. but uh, if you can find a local pro LGBTQ plus group or be able to campaign for LGBTQ rights wherever you are in Podunk wherever or in the you know big big city nearest you so far in 2023 there have been 387 anti-trans bills introduced in 44 states across the country these bills are affecting healthcare, education, youth athletics, the ability to update your IDs, and more. So it is a very slippery slope, mm-hmm. um, you know, where we, we start with attacking the trans community and that filters down into other aspects of the queer community. So that's a way that you can get involved and also be an ally. Man, I can't believe it's gotten that bad. I mean, Tennessee's been, mm-hmm. I, I keep hearing everything from my friends and I'm like, I can't believe it's, would you say 47? 44 states, 387 anti-trans bills. And it's, you know, it's things like the drag queen ban in Mm -hmm. Tennessee and Texas. And I saw, um, this is interesting because I haven't haven't seen this before. A few of my friends said that this representation was recently included on a season of RuPaul's Drag Race. But there was someone testifying in Texas, a drag queen, that wanted to make it very clear that we are attacking the artists, not the art. Mm-hmm. And when I say we, I mean the Texans, not yes. not we, like me and Davi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. no. Um, so, and the reason they were able to say that is because they are a person who was born biologically female, lives their life biologically as a female, and happens to be a drag performer. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's not about the content of the show 
It's not about the the big wig and the shiny sequin dress and the way over the top makeup Mm-mm. that we see a lot of drag queens wearing, which is fabulous, by the way. So fabulous. Don't come at me. I love my drag queens. <laughs> I really do. Um, but it's about the fact that if it's not over the top, it's not drag. Right. <laughs> it's not so what does RuPaul say? Uh, we're all born naked, and everything else everything is drag. Everything else is drag. Everything yep. else is drag. Um, but yeah, it's the fact that this if they pass a law in Texas. She would not be affected by it because she's biologically a woman performing drag. So oh. that's okay. Oh. But her male counterparts that are in the same industry would be affected by it. I see. And I'm very curious how that would affect, let's say, if Virgin Atlantic mm. flies into Dallas and they have their super progressive dress code. What does that look like? Yeah, or they're just police waiting at the... I don't know. Wow. I do not know. That's terrifying. I'm going to do some research into that. I'll have that answer for you when we meet again. <laughs> uh, good. Like, I, I'm, I'm fascinated. That would be very helpful for people in the workplace, and they're allowed to wear that, and they have a one-hour layover to go get a snack yeah. in Texas, but it's that. I think the way that they're phrasing the laws is that it is directly tied to entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, when we use phrases like this, it's slippery entertainment, yeah. it's very wishy-washy. Yeah. You know, it's the Florida don't say gay bill all over again where, you know, teachers are prohibited, blah, 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 or any third party. And I think we talked about this last time. If my son is in a Florida school, like if we lived in Florida and he's in a Florida public school and he's talking about his two dads, is he considered a third party educating his classmates on sexual orientation. Oh, wow, yeah. I could argue it both ways. And if I'm a super conservative person in Florida, they would argue it the way that is, oh, yeah, no, that that kid needs to be kicked out because he violated the law. Wow. So There's there's so many ways to go about it. All right, we're going to do research on that one, and we'll come back with it <laughs> next time. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. This was awesome. Was Again, and I can't wait to get some more questions yes. to DobbyTheScapegoat.com. Go to contact and say, hey, Thomas, and I will save all of these, and we will have Thomas back to answer all your questions. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening to your new favorite podcast, Dobby the Scapegoat. The man, the young thing twice, I you, don't try.